welcome to People with Purpose. So many people are looking for meaning, but they don't know where to start. Imagine a world where everyone could just get their purpose out of them and then actually make it happen. I'm David Roberts, and I believe that we all have a purpose, and with focus and a little help, people with purpose make a difference. And this show is where these stories come to life. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of People With Purpose. Today, I'm going to talk about closure. Closure. So what is closure? Well, psychologists think of uh, closure as the desire for an answer that leaves no room for uncertainty. And when we say that a person has a need for closure, we're saying they're looking for answers or the answer and a resolution to a situation that they need to find to be able to move on. It's kind of like watching a movie or a really great series on TV and then being left with a cliffhanger instead of a conclusion to the story. You're then left with a void And you want to know desperately what's going to happen next. Or sometimes you feel cheated that you've not been given the answer or the conclusion of the story. Sometimes you can feel frustrated. Sometimes you can feel empty. It's kind of like that. Because there's something final about closure. There's something complete about it. You know, you're able to let go of something or, or or there's complete acceptance of something that's happened and you know, you feel ready to move on to the to the next thing. Move on from what's finished to something new. It's common in uh, in relationships. You sort of you know think you want to get some closure in a relationship when a relationship comes to an end. Or even in a conversation, you know, if you feel like a conversation's not been fully concluded, you really feel that you need to get to that end point. So you've got that certainty. It happens sometimes in grief. And it also happens in business. And if the closure really sort of describes the ability to go beyond a kind of a limitation or a perceived limitation in order to be able to go on to find new possibilities or opportunities. And people who are looking for closure are motivated to find it because they're looking for a benefit that it can provide. They're looking for an authentic narrative or a story to make sense of what has happened. So why is it important to understand what closure is. Well, if you find your inner dialogue becoming consumed with questions like, why did that happen? How could they have done that to me? Why do they do that? Or sometimes, why did I let this happen? And then, what if, what if I'd done things differently? What if, or if only I'd said something different? then potentially you're seeking closure. And oftentimes you're coming at it from one perspective. And there's a chance that if you keep doing 
this and keep coming at closure from that single perspective and letting those thoughts circulate around your mind. It could mean that you're unconsciously plugging the gaps, assuming an answer instead of working it out. And this could also mean that you're unconsciously making choices about what to believe. Our need for closure kind of reveals something about ourselves and the stories that we tell ourselves to make sense of the world and the situation that we find ourselves in. You know, we can find ourselves uh, regretting or resenting the perceived bad things that happened to us in the past instead of thinking that things might have happened for us. We can be worried or overwhelmed by what might and might not happen in the future. And that can lead to sort of distraction or procrastination or feeling paralysed, you know, stopping you from making decisions or doing things in case you know, the bad things happen again. Or if you're an action taker, looking at it from the flip side, you could find yourself taking a really sort of defiant or vitriolic stance and having that kind of a reaction to a situation or allowing you know blind or mindless optimism to take you down the same path again either into another bad business decision or unhealthy relationship or whatever it might be but either way the stories that we tell ourselves to plug this unconscious gap that a lack of closure brings can potentially you know, leave us wanting, hurting, waiting, confused, frustrated, and holding all the costs, if you like, in lost or wasted time, emotional energy, money, and ultimately costing us the freedom to be the best person we can be. This reminds me of uh, a song by, uh, by Elbow. I love the band Elbow. Love them. Guy Garv is a poet. And there's a song by Elbow called Little Fictions. And in that song, there's a lyric which says, We protect our little fictions when we bow to fear. We protect our little fictions when we bow to fear. I think there's a lot in this about the sort of stories we tell ourselves. And sometimes the stories we tell ourselves can be quite exhausting for us and potentially can build up beliefs or belief systems that are based on perception and not on reality and based on a perception that ultimately might not serve you. So how can you step through this process of getting closure? Well, I've got five steps here. Now I'm conscious that every situation is different, every person is different. Some situations are more, more grave or serious or there's been more harm done than in others. But I'm pretty sure that there's something in these five steps for every situation where you're looking to get some kind of closure. And I've heard some incredible stories about people that have been through the most uh, tragic grief, who've been through a point of pain, and in there, they've been able to learn. They've been able to see things differently. They've been able to 
let go of that one-sided view of the situation they've been going through. And they've been able to also see the, the flip side and in doing so have found some benefit from even the most tragic of situations. That's at the extreme end. And then there's the day-to-day, what almost might seem trivial type situations which you might seek some closure on, a falling out with a, with a friend or with a work colleague or you know, somebody who's been, you've been in a conversation with and they've had the last word and you haven't liked it. And those things, trivial by comparison with the, the tragic circumstances, can nonetheless layer upon one another. And if you're making assumptions, fill in the gaps unconsciously, can potentially build up the way you feel about that other person or yourself in situations like that. So following these five steps will hopefully help you see this from a slightly different perspective. So step one is to acknowledge what has happened. Accept it. The past is simply the past. It is something that has already happened. And whatever has happened, the facts F-A-C-T-S, facts of this event, they simply are what they are, and you can't change them. So be really clear on what the facts of the situation are, because even though you can't change the facts, you can change what they mean, and you can change how you feel about it. And unconsciously, potentially, how you feel about it will change over time. But the point is, potentially, you can change that now. So step one is to write down just what actually happened. Just keep it to the facts. And then step two is to write down what it means. So if your memory of this past event that could have happened yesterday, could have happened five years ago, could have happened last month, at any point in the past... If something's happened and you're seeking closure and you're able to separate your memory of that situation into those two major components. So firstly, the facts, which you've written down in step one, facts only. And then secondly, in step two, what it means, your interpretation of those facts, then you'll be able to see more clearly where you are interpreting or interpreting, or your perception of what has happened distinctly is where you are attaching meaning, feelings, and emotion to whatever has happened. And it's often in this meaning where things like pain or hope and therefore closure can be found. So take a situation where you feel the need for closure. It could be a relationship breakup, or like I say, a more simple disagreement, or situation with a colleague where you feel things are unresolved, or perhaps some form of personal loss. And if you have written down at the top the facts in step one, in step two what it means, if you've got two columns, and in one column you write down what are the perceived downsides, negatives, the bad things, about what it means. 
And then in the other column, if you write down what are the perceived benefits or advantages of the situation. So take a situation where a, uh, a business venture breaks down. So on the downsides, you might be hurting because, and we're looking for the meaning. You've fallen out with a partner. You've lost money. You've let customers down. You've let people down. What does it, what does it mean? And write those things down. And then on the other side, what could be the benefits? It might mean that you've built some good products. It might mean that you've learned how to start a business. You might have made some money and then you might have learned how not to do things. Learned about the kind of person that you are and what you need in a business partner. The kind of person that you might need to be to be a business partner. And yeah, it might have cost you a bit in money and in time, but maybe you've cut your losses with it ending when it did. And what you've come out of it with uh, the lessons, which means it'll be different next time. And that then takes you into step three, which is writing down things that you are thankful for about that situation. So if it's somebody that's no longer going to be in your life for whatever reason, then you know, what are the 10 reasons to be thankful for the time that you spent with that person, for the time that person was around? If it's a, um, a, a business venture that you've started, perhaps, that you now need to move on from for whatever reason, maybe it's shutting down, maybe it's uh, being picked up by somebody else, maybe you've taken it as far as you can, then what are the things that, are, that have happened that you can be really thankful for? Being able to say thank you is really, really powerful. It really opens things up. And then step four is to decide. So what would you do differently? And this is the learning, really, that can take you into the next relationship, the next business decision, or to prepare yourself for how you feel about, about grief or loss. And if you find this bit hard, or indeed any of these steps hard to do, then just take yourself out of the situation for a second second, and think, okay, so what advice would you give to your best friend if they were going through this situation? Almost depersonalise it to enable you to see it from a kind of a more objective point of view. And then step five, take some action. Now that might mean to decide to do something different in your daily life to move you on. That might mean that there's someone that you need to talk to, either to get you some help or the other person who's involved, maybe. And maybe part of the reason why you're looking for closure is because you want to know how they are feeling and how they're doing. So, step five is to take some action. So, even when you find yourself needing closure, just remember that the past is the past and what's happened has happened. It's the meaning that you attach to it and the way you perceive it that determines what happens for you next. And you might be thinking that you shouldn't suppress your feelings and that we as humans get hurt and when we do we need to feel pain or 
we as humans get into situations where we're going to need to find closure. And I agree with you. And here's the thing, if you're in this kind of situation, you will seek closure. You know, the desire for an answer that leaves no room for uncertainty. You're going to look for that one way or another. So my question is, would you agree that you have a choice about how you do this? And what if you chose to do this unconsciously? Could there be a chance that by letting your unconscious mind run wild, then it might take you deeper into, a, into pain, leaving you stuck, perhaps in resentment or regret? Or could fear or even blind faith see you repeating the same patterns next time around? Back into an unhealthy relationship, straight back into another bad business decision or investment or simply exhausted without the clarity and confidence to make different decisions in future that will serve you better. And then think, what if you do this consciously? Consciously seeking closure by being clear on the good and the bad, acknowledging the ne negatives and feeling the pain, whilst also seeing the positives and the benefits and being thankful for the learnings. And that meaning that you'll not be one-sided but you'll be empowered by the belief that you have a choice, able to become more objective and able to go beyond those seemingly imposed limitations or self-perceptions in order to find different possibilities and new opportunities. Like I said before, I'm not saying it's easy and every situation is different. But if you're seeking closure, you're, motiva you're motivated to find it because of the benefits it can give you. And if you can learn to love what is and be okay either way, even if you don't get the outcome you want this time, you'll still get some benefit and an outcome that means you can grow. So if you're seeking closure now in anything in life and you want closure without regret or resentment or more of the same, then give these five steps a go. Do it today. Step one, write down the facts and stick to the facts. That means that then in step two, you can separate the meaning and write down the good and the bad. And then in step three, find the reasons to be thankful. Step four, decide what you'll do differently now or next time around and then step five take some action and the only way really to find out is to do and avoid protecting those little fictions that harm you instead choose a new narrative and a new story that serves you intentionally and purposefully create a meaningful and fulfilling new present and future Thanks for listening. I really do hope that's helpful. And do let me know how you get on. If you'd like to get in touch, all the details are in the show notes. Or you can send me an email to david at peoplewithpurpose.live. Thanks for listening to People With Purpose. I hope you've enjoyed the show and are enjoying going on this journey. Please remember to like and subscribe and give us a five-star review. Uh, tell all your friends. 
And if you're interested in finding out more about any of the things we've covered in this episode of People with Purpose, just get in touch. All the details are in the show notes. Thanks. Bye.